I had to hear it again. Like every time I hear this beat, I feel like freestyling. So I had to play that one more time. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> hey, y'all! Welcome uh, to yet another cast with your host Jeremiah with Minor to Major, where we help people turn their minor setbacks into what? That's right, major comebacks. I'm really overjoyed to uh, bring some content uh, to you, and only from this podcast, only from this this series titled Winning. And I guess I, I probably should have outlined this in the first uh, one or two uh, podcast uh, episodes where I explain why do I call it Winning. Why did I name this podcast Winning? And you know, it's it's really simple. The reason why I named it winning is because the life we live in is not fair by any means. And so I compare uh, life to a game. So it, instead of me advocating for the system to change, protesting, marching, making demands for other people to change their cultural values and the way of living their life, uh, I chose a long time ago, long time ago. to I, I taught myself how to play the game of life and win at it now i'm doing what i can to teach other people as well and so i want you all to write this down i'm gonna get into it i actually ran through this um uh, this this show and my system didn't pick up it didn't record and so uh this is actually my second go at this same show so i'm gonna try to do as well as I did the first time. I swear, I, I think I really knocked it out the park, but uh, all the points I believe I remember, so I'm going to get into it. I want you all to write this down in your mental notepad, in your head. I want you to remember this. Take some notes. You don't have to agree with me, but it is what it is. We live in a society, a Western culture, that judges us from the sound of your voice, how you articulate, and how you pronunciate. A society, a Western culture that judges by physical appearance and uh, the way you carry yourself. People that remember all the bad things, the negative, the extremely, the, the, the worst things that you have done. They, they can remember that extremely well, but the good things are hardly ever talked about in this society. In this society. A high school football player may score record, record number touchdowns. Have scholarships lined up out the wazoo to all the uh, the major universities in, in the state, and and been awarded all these awards and have all these accolades. But the moment he got behind the wheel of a car, after drinking at a party, he crashed the car. The local community and news pounce on. They drag his ass through the mud. Yeah, I'm talking about this Western culture, the the society that we live in. That praises the politician for supporting the bills that the community is all for, advocating for the little people. But as soon as they find out, as soon as the public eye, the, the community, and, and the, the, the news media, as soon as they find out that he was uh, having a relationship with another woman in a different state or having an affair, drag his ass through the mud. One mistake will tarnish a lifetime of work. Talking about life not being fair. Let's not get let's not let's not get on the convicted felon, right? Who who had served his time in prison, comes home after completing his debt to society, and yet still has a hard time being accepted by society, getting jobs, getting loans, apartments, 
being forgiven for the mistakes made in his youth, possibly. Life isn't fair. So I, I'm very passionate about that. I can rant and rave on, on how life isn't fair. I can nail home uh, my argument on that. I'm actually uh, thinking about writing a, a speech on that and then presenting that on my next speaking engagement to youth because life is not fair. I don't care how you put it. Women fighting for uh, women's rights, LGBTQ community fighting for their rights, uh, black community fighting for, for rights as well. I mean, life is not fair. So anyways, I'm extremely passionate about that, but that's not what this cast is about. I'm going to get into the series, um, this episode. Uh, the, the first thing, what are two things that black men, black men can do to get the job they may or may not qualify for? The first thing is, black men, y'all need to put on a ring on the wedding finger. Yes, yes, that awkward pause, that, that radio silence. You're not supposed to have radio silence, but I have that. So I want you all to process. The first thing that a black man needs to do to get the job during the interview is put on a ring on the wedding finger. Why? My boy Gerard Duncan. Oh. Dr. Gerard Duncan now told me this. He taught me this life hack while we were in our master's program. We were both looking for jobs, looking for good paying jobs at the uh, the bachelor's level. We didn't complete the master's program yet. So we were still at the bachelor's level going through the master's program. And I thank you, Dr. Gerard. It tells a lot about a man. Employers, a lot of times after you get out of the McDonald's and working at Pizza Hut, the fast food restaurants, the chains, they want commitment and loyalty. At a certain age and, and a, a certain job, a career, they want you to start, they want, they want longevity in their investment. They spend a lot of uh, money at, at the upfront cost of, of, of hiring. You know, there, there's time spent, maybe a week, three or four days, a week, two weeks, three weeks. Some of the bigger jobs with more responsibility, it takes longer training. You're not making the company any money. You're a liability. So they want longevity. They want their money's worth. They want to get their bang for their buck. And so anyways, the wedding ring it shows commitment. Commitment equals loyalty. It's the number one thing that they want to see. Now you can say all that in your, your resume. You can, lie, you, can, you can finesse your resume to show that you are committed to working at places. But if you are willing to show that you are committed to one person, it doesn't have to be a man or a woman, hey, a non-binary. If you are committed to one person, it shows that you uh, can publicly acknowledge your matrimony, that, that, that covenant with one partner. It indicates that you can be committed to this job. That's all they care about. A lot of times, uh, people who have four-year degree, four degrees, uh, went to college, graduated, it shows commitment. It shows that you fulfilled what you started, that journey. You fulfilled your purpose for enrolling in college. Four years. Four-year degree. Test anxiety. Four years of that crap. Sometimes longer, depending on what job you go to or uh, the career path you chose. You are loyal to seeing things out. You can finish. That's what that ring shows. That's the number one thing that that ring shows. <laughs> the, other, the other thing he taught me, this is, now this is Gerard. You are less intimidating. 
he told me that you are less intimidating, especially to the white woman. If you walk in there with a, a, a wedding band on your wedding ring finger, shows that you, you're committed. Um, and if you, if you have the opportunity to get in to talks about your children, your married man with children, your family man, you're even less intimidating. That is sexy. No, not, not physically as sexy like uh, the interviewer is going to want you, but more sexy like I want you to work here. You look more attractive. You look like a, a more attractive applicant. Look, this isn't fair. This isn't right. It's not, it, it, it shouldn't be, but it is. And it is what it is. You are less intimidating if you show that you are a married man and if you have a family, you're a family man, you are less intimidating. You have more to lose. You have more to work for. You have a reason to wake up. You're not going to quit tomorrow. Okay. So the other thing um, that I, I want to talk about is arrive early. Arrive early and read a book. Bring a book. Arrive early and bring a book. Why? Why? Why, why? why would I want to read a book? Listen, I know there are books that you can download on your cell phone. I know this, y'all. I'm not that old. Don't age me. Look, I'm not that old. When you arrive around 30 minutes early to this job interview, they are most likely not expecting you as that early, that, that early. So they're not going to be prepared to do the interview 30 minutes early. That's good. In the background, I can hear them now. Hey, uh, did we print out the, uh, the questionnaire sheets for this interview? Did, did you get Alice on the phone? Is the team here to conduct the interview? Is, is everybody here? I can, I can see that already happening. Meanwhile, they, they're looking on the cameras <laughs> to the lobby, to the person that they're interviewing. If they haven't already looked you up on, on, on Facebook, on all the social medias, they want to see you in person. So they go to the cameras in the lobby or they, they peek their head in to see you. Hi, Jasmine, we'll be right with you. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm Justin. We'll be right with you. Give us one second. Nice to see you. They want to peek in and see you. When they peek in and see you, you're sitting there calm, you're cool, you're collected, and you've got your eyes in a book. You're not in your cell phone. That says a lot. You've got it together. You're clean cut. Automatically, I hope. You're clean cut and you're reading a book. While they're running around trying to get their ish together. Because the meeting, the meeting is, is going to actually start on time. Damn, the meeting is starting on time or early. Which may not be the norm or the culture of the agency you are interviewing with. I do apologize if y'all hear some technical difficulties. That is not the norm for them, and they are looking for someone, possibly, like you, that appears to have your ish together. You're early. You, you can start meetings on time. You're cool, calm, and collected. Oh, man. That is sexy. Again, not physically in that regard, but more so, you look like a more attractive applicant. Now, some of, some of my more hood uh, listeners, some of my gangsters just got out last week. This is not being fake. And if it is, this is part of playing the game. This is how you play the game. This is how you win. You want the job that you may or may not be fully qualified for. 
they ask for three or, or five years experience on the forklift and you only have a year and a half. You got some experience, just not fully, not what they all the way ask. You really don't need the full three years. You got a year and a half. This is how you position yourself to get to, to, to be considered for the position and compete with the applicants that are really qualified or even sometimes are overqualified for the same position that you are lobbying for. Little tricks like this is how <laughs> little tricks like this is how you hear how the convicted felon who served five years in, in max prison with the last final nine months being in solitary confinement comes out to be a licensed mental health clinician at the master's level by the same state that imprisoned him who has his own private practice on the north side of Houston and a nonprofit that is about to start digging craters in this city to make dents that everyone will notice. The change that is about to come, it's only because I learned how to play the game. So if y'all haven't noticed, I'm really passionate about a lot of things uh, pertaining to winning. But if you want to continue listening and learning on how to win in this life, Please share this audio and com comment on my IG to ask that I have for you. Two asks that I have here. Like and comment this post on IG. Say something. Tell me your thoughts. Whether you agree, disagree, excuse me. Let me know your thoughts. Good, bad, indifferent. Be respectful. I've got the youth looking at my page. I got some youth on my, my followers. So y'all make sure that y'all are respectful, but uh, I definitely want to hear from you. This is what I'm here for. I want to I wanna teach other people how I've gotten to where I am today. Cop the book, Minor to Major, Turning Minor Setbacks into Major Comebacks. It's on the website, www.minortomajortx.com. Uh, I'm getting ready. So that's, that's out. You can buy that PDF, so the book on the phone. I know about that. You can download that on any electronic smart device. The PDF book, Minor to Major. I wrote it, all me, talks about my journey on how I was able to, to accomplish some of the things that I've done. But not only that, how you can as well. We all come from minor setbacks. We all have trauma in our history. All of us. How can you turn your minor setback into major comebacks? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, um, to have a t-shirt probably within the next 12 months to a year and a half. On, and it's going to say something to the effect of, of I am minor to major. And for whenever someone asks about that, it, it, the person who purchased that shirt is going to be able to say, I turned my minor setback into a major comment. Man, listen to me. I'm just coming up with stuff on the fly. Look at God. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> Y'all go ahead and um, definitely share your comments. And I want to hear what you have to say about this. Um, I just want to recap real quick. Uh, for the black male, for the black man who wants to get the job, uh, that he may or may not qualify for. Two things that he should do to position himself to be um, considered for the position. One, put a ring on his wedding finger. Number one thing, less intimidating, shows commitment, shows loyalty. And the other thing is arrive early and uh, be reading a book. Be reading a book. Uh, that's all I got for you. This is Jeremiah with Minor to Major. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, let me put on my freestyle music here. I hope <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed. This is Jeremiah with Minor to Major, helping people turn uh, their minor setbacks into major comebacks. Thank y'all. Uh, look, check it. Right, look. <laughs>